Welcome to Above Par. I'm your host, Kathy Hartwood. I show you how to take more of your talent to the golf course without practicing harder, taking more lessons, or buying new equipment. I show you how to end the frustration of underperforming so you can start playing to your potential. This is where you are going to learn how to think above par so you can play below par. Let's get to it. Hello, my golf friend. How are you? Are you still playing golf? Depends on where you are, right? I know that some people have snow going on. Some people are in warmer climates. If you have snow, I hope you're still listening to the podcast because you want to continue to do this work. You want to keep working on your brain. It is a practice. It's the things that you do off the golf course that are going to affect you on the golf course. Keep working on this all year round. Don't wait for golf season to kick in again. Don't wait for tournaments to kick in again. Continue the practice of managing your brain so that when it does, you're going to be ready to go. You're going to be more empowered. You're going to have more skills and more tools. You're going to be more aware, which is super important. And today what I want to talk about is how we mentally sabotage ourselves on the golf course, things for you to look for. I call it about how we get the rug pulled out from underneath us. Right, and our brain kind of seems like it's all over the place, and we can't get it back underneath us. To we feel like we're a little settled into the round, feel like we calm down a little bit. I watch people do this over and over again, and it's so preventable. So I want to bring your attention to four different ways that we can mentally sabotage ourselves on the golf course. Are there more? For sure, I could go on endlessly list some. These are the four big ones that likely the other things that I would mention or talk about would fall into one of these buckets. The first one that we do is we don't take the time to self-reflect and be aware of patterns that we have going on. We keep repeating the same patterns and the habits over and over again, right? So for instance, you might have a pattern of being angry and that anger lasts for four or five holes and you do it every single round after you hit certain kinds of shots and you never pause and get curious about What can I do differently in that situation? You may notice that you have a lot of anxiety when it comes to playing in tournaments or that you don't finish very well and you do it over and over again. You never take the time to get curious on what can I do differently? You keep thinking the same negative thoughts over and over again, right? So you have patterns and habits that you just never take the time or pause and get curious about. We just think that's the way it is. So we set ourselves up to go out there and mentally sabotage ourselves round after round after round and wonder why we're not playing to our potential. So if that sounds like something that you do, really just all you need to do is just pause after a round and look back and reflect and get super curious. You want to be the observer, the spectator of your brain. Oh, it's so interesting that I'm doing that. Separate yourself from your brain, so to speak, and your actions instead of feeling like you're judging yourself for doing it or that you're broken or something's wrong. Just get curious, like, I wonder why I'm doing that. What's going on? What am I thinking? What could I do differently? Okay, so number two is that we wait to change a situation. So what that means is that we might go out and play and we're really ticked off and we're hitting a bunch of golf shots from ticked off and we keep hitting golf shots from ticked off and we never stop and pause. We're just waiting to hit a good shot. And once I hit a good shot, then I get to feel better. Once I make a par or birdie, then I'll get to feel better. Once I make a a putt or I see myself hit the fairway, then I can start thinking differently. 
Once people leave and aren't standing around the green, then I can think differently. Once the round is over, then I'll feel better. We're looking to change our situations so that we feel better. And the thing that I want to tell you, situations do not create your feelings ever. You're giving away your power to different circumstances, different events. You're saying that events create how you get to feel and think, and that's not true. You get to think however you want about those situations. That's where your power comes. You might be, I just, I'm going to have a miserable day because I'm playing with Billy, Betty, and Bob. I'm just going to be miserable all day. Well, now you're at the effect of Billy, Betty, and Bob. Or you see your pairings and you'll go in and ask the golf shop to change your pairings because you don't like Billy, Betty, and Bob. So what you're saying is, I don't want to play with these people because I'm upset and I'm anxious or I'm angry. I'm irritated with these people when I go out and play. What you're doing is you're giving all that power to those people in this example of a situation. So let me change the situation. Let me remove them from my environment so I get to feel better. Now, I'm not saying that we have to like Billy, Betty, or Bob. (laughs) We don't have to like any of them. But I want you to say, I can play with them and I can manage my mind around them because you are going to find other people like them somewhere down the road. And then you're going to constantly feel like you're at the effect of those people. Or let me give you a different example. It could be that it's raining. I don't like playing in the rain, so I'm just not going to play today. Now, I'm not saying you have to like the rain or you might drop out of a tournament. Let's say it's not optional. And you're going to drop out of the tournament because you're going to change the situation. I'm going to, I'm going to not play in the rain because I can't manage myself around the rain. I don't like how I feel because I'm not going to score very well. Right? The stories that we tell ourselves versus, okay, I don't have to like the rain or the wind or the hot or the cold, but I can manage my brain around it and I can go out there and play. Now you're more empowered. Now you have mental capacity and control and agency over the situations versus the situations controlling you. So if you're on the golf course waiting for something to change, the weather, a score, a putt, people, the round, a nine, whatever it is, you're giving away so much of your power. You're mentally sabotaging yourself. Okay, number three is that you don't set an intention, meaning you go out on the golf course and just let your brain run wherever your brain wants to go. Your brain is likely going to go in places that you don't like. (laughs) It's going to have a tendency to look for all the negative things in your environment because it's trying to protect you. Don't forget there's water over there. Don't make a double here. There's people watching you and that might judge you. It'll bring back old memories. It'll bring back old habits because you haven't set an intention. You haven't set an intention for the round on what you want to create for yourself with your brain. Right? That doesn't mean that you're trying to create a low score. That's your intention because what day don't we want to do that? It's about today I'm going to set the intention of not letting my anger after a shot affect my next shot. Right? That's going to be my intention today. So I'm going to pay attention to that. I'm going to put my mind on different ways of doing that and creating that for myself because that's going to help my results. I'm going to set an intention of trying to hit more shots from calm, certain, and confident. I might set an intention about trying to believe on what's possible for me today, that I can hit more fairways, I can make more putts. And that's where I'm going to put my brain to work on and focus on. And a lot of people don't set intentions. And when you do that, then you're setting yourself up for your brain to go in places that it's really hard to bring it back. It's like I make the analogy of your, it's like your brain is a puppy on a leash and it's just going to run off wherever it runs off. And you watch it go there and you're like, oh, there it goes. I can't help it. No, we got to pull it back. 
We got to set an intention. This is what we're doing today. This is what we're going to focus on. This is what we're going to think about. This is what I'm going to look for with myself. And that comes from being self-aware on these are my patterns and my habits. So I'm going to start breaking those today. And that's what I'm going to focus on. So we want to set intentions before we play around. And the fourth thing is that you freak yourself out unnecessarily. You create a bigger mess for yourself than you need to mentally. You shake your own hamster cage. What this would look like would be cutting our losses sometimes, just getting out of the hole with a bogey instead of making a double bogey or triple bogey. And now we've shaken our hamster cage. Now our brain is all over the place. It's ticked off. It's frazzled. It's defeated, frustrated. It might be a number of different things when it was preventable, where we were trying to create a great number on a hole that was just cut your losses and get out of here with your bogey so that you don't have to deal with managing your brain on the next hole or the rest of the round. It could be short-siding yourself and then trying to hit a shot that you don't own. And then you scull it over the green into the water and you make an eight, right? Now you've sabotaged yourself mentally because you've shaken your hamster cage. You have all these thoughts and emotions going on that you, of course, as I talk about, you got to get under control before you hit your next shot. It's so much work. One of the ways that I try very hard not to freak out my brain, self-sabotage me mentally, is to avoid any bunker that is about 100 yards or 80 yards. Anything that's a full swing with a a wedge that I have to hit the ball, it's my least favorite shot. (laughs) Because if I chunk it out of there, which is what I have a tendency to do, I get mentally frazzled. I'm so instantly angry and ticked off that I hit it there in the first place. And then, of course, the, the uh, result of the shot or the miss makes me even more mad. I've sabotaged myself mentally in that situation. So it's about knowing the shots that you like and that you don't like and avoiding them at all costs. If you can't hit a 40-yard shot, if you just lay the sod over it all the time right, and you're on a par five, you just go driver three. What is I hit 40-yard shots all day long. It's my least favorite shot. You're mentally sabotaging yourself. Don't hit it. What shot, what club do you like? Lay up to that club for the sake of your brain. Some of that involves course management, but some of it also involves knowing what ticks you off, what irritates the heck out of you on the golf course. Another way that we can freak ourselves out or shake our own hamster cage is if we have not done our pre-round prep. If we haven't gone through the round and noticed like, I hate number seven, I stand up there And I think that I'm going to make a big number every time. And I make a big number every time. Well, you didn't do some pre-round prep, which means you haven't gone in and go, what do I want to think about seven? And how do I want to play seven? So that you're prepared, you're mentally prepared versus feeling like you're at the effect of number seven. So pre-round prep is going through the golf course and going, what do I think about all the holes out there? What do I think about my, my round, my game? my shots? What do I own today? What do I feel good about? What don't I feel good about? Because if there's shots I don't feel very good about, then I'm going to try and avoid them today so that I don't mentally sabotage myself. What do I think about my pairing, Billy, Betty, and Bob, and being prepared for that ahead of time versus waiting for Bob to say something, going, see, Bob, he's the problem. (laughs) He's the reason that I'm hitting all these shots and I'm missing shots and I'm irritated today. That's where we rattle our own hamster cage. 
So the more that you can get ahead of things and get really aware of what's going on, the less times you're going to mentally sabotage yourself, where you feel like the rug gets pulled out from underneath you and it's super hard to shove it back underneath your feet in the middle of a round because things are moving pretty quickly. I want you to look in these four areas. One, patterns and habits that you have that you repeat over and over again on the golf course mentally. Your desire to change a situation, waiting for a par, waiting for a putt, waiting for a good hole, waiting for people to leave, waiting for the weather to change before you get to feel good or feel the way that you want to feel. Setting an intention, making sure you go out there with a purpose and a plan for your brain. What are you going to focus on today? What results do you want to see out of yourself mentally today? And put your brain in that direction. Number four, the last one is about not freaking yourself out unnecessarily, not putting yourself in situations that you're going to get really ticked off and aggravated. That's going to be hard for you to manage your brain on the upcoming holes and making sure that you prepare yourself as best you can before you go out and play. All right, my friends, there are going to be times and situations where we feel like we're having a hard time managing our head when we're out there. That's going to happen. But the more that you're ahead of it and you're aware of it and you've prepared then the less you're going to have that rug pulled out from underneath you. All right, you got this. If you need any help or you want me to help you in any way, sorting all this out, make sure you reach out to me at kathy at kathyheartwood.com. Have a beautiful week and I'll talk to you next Wednesday. All right, bye.